0: Medicaid's really tricky. A lot of people think that they could not qualify themselves, their loved ones, parents, whoever it might be. Um, They think it's not even an option because they say, well, isn't Medicaid an impoverishment program? And yeah, it is an impoverishment program, but, and this is a big but, There are laws that protect people also that move into need long-term care, whether it's in a nursing home or at home, that allow you to implement strategies to protect assets and still qualify for Medicaid benefits. Now, I'm not going to get into nitty gritty. I'm not going to talk numbers with you today because the reality is this could look a million different ways based on your situation that you're facing right now. But let's just give some examples. Um, let's go back to where we talked earlier about needing um, planning ahead of the crisis. So when we're planning ahead of the crisis, that five year look back comes into play. And this is a scenario that's really appropriate for somebody that needs care or does, I'm sorry, doesn't need care now. They don't have any health issues. It's likely they're not gonna need care in the next five years. And in that situation, we're looking back at that trust Jenna talked about, and we're going to be tucking aside assets into that trust to protect them. Because the goal is that, again, we hope you never need any type of skilled nursing home care. But if you do, we're hopeful that it's going to be at least five years down the road. Because if you don't need care for five years after we make gifts to the Zero vocal Trust, the nursing home state of Pennsylvania can never, ever look at that trust. Technically, we don't even have to tell them about it because we've paid our dues. We've made the gifts and we're in good shape. Now, what if we didn't plan though, as I mentioned earlier, or kind of just hinted at that there's still some options. Now, the good news is Pennsylvania has pretty fair spousal rules. So what that means is if we're dealing with a married couple, one spouse needs care and one does not need care. What we can do is essentially shift assets around, move things around, there's a lot of more into that, but we can shift things around, <laughs> get the spouse that needs care qualified for Medicaid while protecting most of the other assets for the spouse that doesn't need Medicaid. Now, this could be a family that has $20,000. It could be a family that has $800,000. There's still options at that time from spouse to spouse. Now, also, I feel like just a disclaimer, that's how the rules are right now. Um, There's no talk of them moving, changing those, but they could always change those in the future. But right now, if your spouse needs care, there are really good options to get your spouse that needs care qualified for Medicaid while protecting assets still. Now, if you're a single person who needs to apply for medicaid because you're in a nursing home. It looks a little bit different. And what as a general rule I would say to you without knowing anything, we could protect half of your assets. We would put half of your assets into that irrevocable trust Jenna talked about. And the other half's going to have to be used on your care though because of that 5-year look back. We can't ever get rid of that 5-year look back. I get asked that all the time, what's how do you get around it? There is absolutely zero way to get around it, but there are ways to shorten it. If you need care right now, as Jenna mentioned, making gifts to a trust are gifts. So that's the biggest thing to know out of this conversation is, um, if you make gifts, if you set up a trust, if you want to gift whatever to whoever wedding gifts, Christmas, all that, that might not be the end of the world. But you have to have a really solid plan in place. You have to, I would completely advocate for working with an elder law firm (laughs) to make sure you have a really good plan in place. Because a lot of times what we see, our families are coming to us after they thought they did a good job because they Google searched something maybe, or somebody told them they should do something. And then they got into a bind where when you're working with somebody like us, we could really help put a plan together as far as gifting. Cause our job is to make sure one, that your goals are met, whatever your goals are. That's the first thing we're going to ask you. when We meet with you. What are your goals? What do you want to happen with this property, these assets or whatever it might be? Cause some people care that it goes to their families. Some people don't. Okay. And then we're going to figure out really what how that works. How does that plan work? Because we want to make sure that whoever needs care is getting the care that they need. That, that's very important. But we also have to worry about the, if there's a spouse involved, are they going to financially be able to take care of themselves? You know, we can't strip them of all their assets and income to pay a nursing home when there's bills that need to be paid at home. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of younger people now. Um, so maybe we're dealing with spouses that don't need care that are in their fifties or early sixties. That's a lot of life left if we don't have income or assets coming in. Okay. So what I'm saying is just with Medicaid, again, I could, I could talk to you guys all day long about numbers and scenarios, but it's not really relevant because your situation is very unique that there are options. To get qualified for Medicaid, even if you have assets, okay, most people, everybody that comes to us, they have some type of asset, whether it's a thousand dollars in a bank account or a million dollars in a bank account or whatever it might look like, you can still get qualified for Medicaid to help cover your care costs. Okay, everybody's situation looks really different.